the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 153 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. Is it 53? Is yeah. it the right one, yeah, Jason? Yeah, yeah. you're All right. right. All right, awesome. I, I recorded next week's episode already <laughs> today, and I because I Jason's going to be out of town, and uh, so it's messing me up a little bit. So we did some pre-pre-recording, and uh, anyhow, so yeah. that's why I had to make sure the day was right. You're right. Good. Jason, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? It's been I, a while since I've uh, actually talked to you, so it's good to be like on the horn here and uh, <laughs> catching up on life because it's been it's been a hot minute. Yeah, it has been. We saw each other yesterday, but it was like, oh hey, you're yeah. here. And... Ships passing in the night <laughs> you know, like, because it was so freaking hot. It's like, dude, I ain't got time to talk. Let's just go. It wasn't hot. It was not hot. It <laughs> It wasn't hot, and the Pope's not Catholic. No, um, <laughs> you were busting my my tail because I kept saying it was hot, oh. and like I wasn't even thinking about it, but I kept saying it is hot out. It was hot out, and you stopped in the middle. You're like, Jason, is it hot out? I'm like, okay, I get the point. <laughs> yes. Stop saying that it's hot out. <laughs> you were, you were just like, I'm hot. It was just like when we were in cel- at celebration, and it was like midnight there, and you're like, it's three in the morning in Atlanta, and I'm like, dude, just just stop. It's yes. midnight. But it's three in Atlanta. Yes, 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 yes. But uh, it was a great time yesterday. I can't yeah. uh, complain. It was um, it was hot, but no, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Yes, it was. It was miserable yesterday. It, it's almost like when they when they do the three in the summer. It's like you almost don't want to go, but it's too much fun not to go. And driving in, I didn't think it would be a problem because it was overcast, and I had. SPF 30 in my car, sunscreen. And I'm like, ah, I'm not going to need this. It's not that hot. And get out of the car and I'm over in, you know, where everybody's set up and it was just scalding hot. Yeah, <laughs> it was, but it made it nice. You, you, when you'd find one of those tents and you get underneath the tent and about the time you'd hit the tent, it would, uh, you'd get the nice breathes. So, yeah. Yeah. And then there's always the, uh, flea market you can go into for a little bit of AC. Yeah. I did that. Just to break some, break up some of the, uh, I don't know, the heat. Get away from the heat. Just like you're but saying. then it just makes it ten times worse when you go back outside. I told myself I wasn't going to buy anything at that toy swap because <laughs> because uh, PowerCon's coming up and there's a couple things that I, I have my eyes on. And then just today, Lance Peter Luke, the the guy on Instagram released three more Cantina aliens, Black Series aliens that you can customize he's got the 3d files so that you can print the heads and he's like this is what you need to do so now i need to get some black series figures at PowerCon in order to oh, customize them but anyways all that to say i didn't uh intend to buy anything and then our our friend matt who has been to some of the meetups and stuff he had the atst the um mandalorian version with the uh the raider the, the yeah. raider he had that for 80 bucks and whenever that was weird because I saw the lightning flash and then a second later I see it outside your window. Oh, <laughs> that was weird. I um, hope we can make it through this episode before the power somebody loses power. But uh, yeah, he had that for 80 bucks and I have not seen that under $200 at any of the toy shows that we go to. Wow. And I'm like, yes, yes, and yes. And you're you're talking math, Matt from down south, right? Matt Sendak. Sendak. I don't know. From the central central Georgia? No, no, no. Oh. Him and his wife Sarah have been to a bunch of bunch of oh, meetups. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt and Sarah. Yeah. yeah sorry. So, I get so, I, I know I know way too many Matt's, dude. Yes. It's a generic name. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was selling that. And I was like, I, I can't say no. So I picked that up. Yeah, he had some good stuff. Yeah. He said he was parsing down a little bit. Awesome. 
Well, while I'm at it, I also yeah. picked up the Black Series Do Gin Urso at Ollie's. Nice. Dude, I was at Ollie's, uh, not the one near us, but I was at another Ollie's that's over near my band practice, and they had a ton of Black Series figures. Yep. They had the Gin Urso for like eight bucks, even less than the regular Black Series figures. So Rogue One, I couldn't say no. I got that. I got the San Diego Comic-Con uh, TBC Kersantin, the, the Wookiee oh, Bounty nice. Hunter. Um, they put tape on it, so I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> they taped it closed. The other thing, this is weird. They don't put San Diego Comic Con exclusive on it, right? So it just feels like a regular release, which is essentially what it is. You can pre-order it there, and then it'll be shipped to your home, or they just drop it the next weekend. Was it? And they'll just ship it to your home. So it's like it's not even that special. They do that with all their um, Comic-Con stuff. None of yeah. the, no Black Series Comic-Con exclusive has had Comic-Con exclusive on it. Well, it used to be they would sell it at the show and then whatever access they had a couple months later, they would just open up, you know, to sell whether it was a hundred or a hundred thousand, they would sell it and it would sell out within, you know, like a half hour, but that's not the case. It just feels like a wide release now. Right. Well, maybe they got tired of people bitching. Maybe. Oh, then the the Heroes of Vendor, which is a Black Series uh, release a couple years ago. Yeah. That was like a Comic-Con exclusive. That might have been during the pandemic, but they sold out of it. And then they just started selling pre-orders. And then they re-released it like a second time. And it was like, that's not an exclusive anymore. That's just a regular no. release. There was a and, few of those. There was that one. And then I think there was the the Han, the Han Solo and Princess Leia. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. That that they uh, was the same way where they just re-released them. And I was at Walmart on Friday, killing some time to pick up my son from robotics. School started and things are back in the swing. And I found the Imperial shuttle and the Micro Galaxy Squadron, which is a pretty cool fit. Um, ship. This this is ten out of ten kind of ship. Yeah, I like it a lot, and it comes with the Emperor and two uh, Royal Guards. But the only issue I had with it was the version I got didn't have any protective seal okay. on the on the fi- on the box itself, which is fine because I bought this to open it. But you know, without the seal, someone in the store could have just popped out the figures and put everything oh, back in. So there was with, no tape on it. There was no tape. No, no, no protective uh, tape on it. The other weird thing about it, so it's got landing gear that comes down but you need to pull down the landing the the, the ramp uh-huh. that the emperor comes down uh in order to stabilize it when you set it down that's like almost part of the landing because if you don't it just kind of like flips forward it just right and you can't see it it's an audio podcast but it just leans forward it looks like it's tipping forward maybe that was weird. just a cost-cutting thing on uh jazzwares part Maybe, but that's what I picked up this week and I like it all. Awesome. Well, only thing I picked up yesterday was a, uh, like they had a Lego guy there and he had a slave one in a, in a baggie in like a bigger baggie. It looked like it was from like 2011 and I picked that up and then I talked to him a little bit about other stuff because he had a Zeb and he had an Ezra and he had a Kanan and the Kanan was from phantom 2 and he's like oh yeah this is a 60 dollars canon and i'm like crap and then i'm like well how much is zeb he's like zeb is like 150 bucks and then and then again i was like ooh so then i had to order a, a case for my minifigs from the ghosts because <laughs> i don't want to lose those so, i knew I'm zeb like, was expensive i did yeah i thought he was like 70 80 bucks i didn't think he was 150 that was like a couple years ago price yeah so I'm, I ordered a, but, and then I did, I canceled my, uh, just cause I've been spending a bunch of money. I canceled my, my shuttle, my MSG shot, uh, micro galaxy squadron sh- shuttle first. I was like, it was one of those, it Which was one? Like an, the one you just showed. Oh, the, the Imperial shuttle, Imperial shutter shuttle. That's the one I canceled. And then I picked up a, uh, a display case for the ghost for the Haslab ghost. Because oh, yes. to make room. <laughs> yes. That was a freaking adventure, dude. Um, 
Cause I was going to do like an Ikea thing, get a couple of, get like four bookshelves and then put a, put a tabletop on top of them. And then I thought, I you know, started thinking about it. And then I found a, uh, somebody like a business, this lady that had a business that was going out of business. And she had one of those where it was like a big table with three tiers on them where they progressively get smaller. And I was like, I could fit a lot more stuff on there and it probably looked better. Um, so I started messaging her like Friday night, finally get a hold, really like get a hold of her sometime on Saturday. I get like a message Friday night immediately saying, oh, this is what I want for it. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll go look at it. So then I talked to you yesterday before we went after the show about it mm-hmm. and got some advice from you. And then I was like, and okay. Rich. And rich. Yep. And, uh, then I was like, all right. She was like, I'll be there between one and seven tomorrow. So we thought that she was legitimately going to be there at one o'clock. So Mandy and I get there at like one fifteen because it's on, basically it's on the way home from the toy show. She does. She's not there. Mm. So I'm messaging her, trying to get a hold of her. Nothing. So finally, like on and off all day. And I message her. She doesn't read it. And like several hours later, long story short, I finally just call her through messenger and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll be at the shop in like 20 minutes. And we had just gotten home from dinner with my, <laughs> my my stepmom, just got the dogs out. We're settling, you know, in the process of settling in. And Mandy's like, you know what? I just I want to get it over with. So let so we went and got it. And it's like as soon as we walk in there, it just the smell of pot just hits you like a ton of bricks. And it's like, that's why I couldn't get a hold of you worth the crap today. Time doesn't exist for you. Uh, yeah, you're time blind. Yeah. <laughs> what time is it out there? 7 a.m.? Wow. So then I, I get it home. You know, we get it home. We set it up and everything. And this morning I go to wipe it down because it needed, you know, wiping down. And it was a... Uh, you got a, contact. Well, contact no, time. it wasn't a. It wasn't from that. It was a hairstyle or hair, hair like a uh, Sally's Beauty Supply, a beauty supply. And you could just smell the beauty supply stuff coming off of it. I'm just... I was like, thank God I got a D. I didn't I got an okay price. I talked her down a little bit, but not a whole lot. And I'm just it was it was literally it was one of those prices where you save about a hundred bucks and then you don't have to worry about it getting shipped and all this other crap. But you have to degas it. I had to degas it, yes. Yeah. It was pretty but it looks awesome in my room. Yeah. And I was able to clean off a couple of shelves so Mandy could have some shelves. Now we just have to elevate it by uh adding lighting. Dude, if you want to come over and put lights in my ceiling, come on. Okay. <laughs> I'm coming over right now. All right, here, sweet. Here I go. Woo! Jason, what are you doing here? I'm here to put on lights. <laughs> I don't have lights. Uh, <laughs> we're I need from to Amazon. go out and get them. Yeah. But. So that was my my adventure for the for the week. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a good week. Yeah, it was it was good. So I got it. Yeah, like I said, I got it all set up. Spent the day cleaning the house and getting that set up. And it's amazing how much crap, how much, it, how fast it filled up. I, I'm like, oh, I got tons of room on this thing, and one shelf later, it's like, shoot, it's full. Did um, did Wayne show up? Yeah, he showed up later. I uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I talked to him for a little bit. Rich, he was still. Rich was still there when he was there. Cool, because uh, his book funded, and I wanted to congratulate him in person, but uh, I didn't get to see him. Yeah, so we get to we get to claim victory in that we helped yes. him fund his book. Yes, it was the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast bump that got him over the finish line there for the Toy Collector's Wish book. Right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that book coming out. Me too. I'm I'm happy for him, and I can't wait to get volume two. Hopefully, we can get that uh, Tim Effler interview. I don't want to go down the whole like. You should back it because it's already been backed. And if you haven't backed it, boo on you, but you should. And uh, yeah, good for him. And that was the first piece of news that I had. So good. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's only got what, like $5,000 more to hit. Uh, it's something. It was like eight, seven or eight, but yeah, okay. it should be fine. We should get the next tier unlocked soon. Yeah, because he is going to PowerCon. So hopefully he can get people yeah. to, to mo- motivate people to back it. You should just bounce back and forth between Rich's table and his table, and like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking to Rich, and he's been signed up for a panel uh, during PowerCon about um, 
uh, writing for bu- writing books for, about toy collecting and toys and stuff because he's oh. wrote the vintage collection book. He was on a panel last year with um, Blake, who did a a book about uh, prototypes that never went forward. Mm-hmm. So it was just like the toys that could have been kind of thing. He's got three volumes of that, and then Pixel Dan. Oh. Uh-huh. about my, um, masters of the universe so it was the three of them and i saw that they signed up for a panel plus two more authors it's a panel of five and they said good luck and he's like yeah good luck to you too and i'm like wait what <laughs> like you're moderating this one again because i did that last year so i've been voluntold for that and he's like oh and by the way you're also doing the kenner one. Oh, geez so who knows if that's true or not but we'll find out i guess this weekend <laughs> if i'm uh moderating a kenner panel <laughs> Get my stuff oh, together. Yeah, sounds awesome. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're the host of a moderately underpopular podcast. <laughs> yes. Hey, our podcast uh possibly maybe bumped uh, a book across the finish line, so <laughs> we're pretty powerful. We are. We have the po- we have the power. We have the power. <laughs> Uh, I, well, I'm, yeah, I don't, it is funny because you, you look at our number, we do okay, but then you, I think you think about other podcasts that are more popular than us and you're like, I think they've got the same numbers we got. So I'm, I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. But if you're at PowerCon, come to the Kenner panel because I'll be moderating that and then and uh, the book one. So right before you buy more uh, uh, Mythic Legions and Cosmic Legions and all that stuff. No, I'm actually, like I said, looking for some Black Series figures. Opened. <laughs> Anyways, Max from Jazzwares did hint that a ghost is coming in someone's comments on Instagram. Yes. It'll be 60 bucks. I'm very curious about that. Because it uh, celebrate, not celebration, sorry, San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and I'll get into something that he did. He did a... Uh, uh, Q&A with one of the micro galaxy groups on Facebook but um, before that uh, at San Diego Comic-Con they did announce that the Phantom is coming was it the Phantom 1 or 2 the Phantom 1 they just did one of the like silhouettes they just did a silhouette of it they did that one they did Ahsoka's Starfighter uh, from Ahsoka that one's coming and then they did one of the wheelie vehicles I can't remember which one from the Clone Wars probably but it is a big tank looking thing with like eight wheels those are coming that's all they teased for uh, micro galaxy squadron they did announce um they have a direct-to-consumer site called the vault and there's going to be some pieces sold exclusively through there like an atst or excuse me an atat and then um devs snow speeder which is the the one with the orange deco on it those will be sold exclusively through the their vault website and about the 4,000 Sabine TIE fighters that should be floating around there somewhere. Or well, 4,000, rather. Did I say four or five? I meant four. Let me just get into it. So uh, <laughs> so there were some issues at San Diego Comic-Con. They had uh, the four exclusives. They had three at their Jazzwares booth, which was the storyboard editions. And we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. The line was shut down on day one. Well, first of all, day one, you can only buy two, which is just... It's kind of asinine to me that you would have three exclusives and then force people only to buy two. Mm-hmm. But that's what they did. Then the line got so long that the um, fire marshal shut the line down, shut the booth down. And then they decided to do a ticketing system. They had to get around the lines. They did the ticketing system. And the tickets got counterfeited. What? Yeah. So uh, wow. they f- they figured that out. So they went out and they bought a specific color, like pink paper, to uh-huh. try to um, make them a little bit different. And uh, somebody in the, the someone in the lobby started selling the tickets counterfeited again from the same color. But that might have been the one beforehand. So oh my god, it was counterfeited twice. And at one point, someone was selling them during room sales. The tickets. So, the tickets. Yeah. So uh, they're thinking like the next San Diego Comic-Con will be on their store afterwards. So it's going to be a little bit more than 500 this mm. this next year, 2024. The Vault will be launched. Uh, the, they'll launch Series 3 with the Vault. They're trying to get Hera's and Sabine's ship on the Vault, but there's nothing to announce at this time. They're just trying to find ways to get that in, into uh, 
people's hands. Walmart and Target obviously ordered way too much of Wave 1, and they're having trouble moving through that line. Um, he did confirm that Series 2 and 3 didn't hit mass quantity in stores, mm-hmm. and they're resetting with Series 4. So at some point, Target and Walmart are going to reset uh, the toy aisles with Micro Galaxy Squadron, and when they do, they're going to use Series 4. So it's like they kind of skipped over Series 2 and 3, and at one point, Series 2 was marked down because right. they were trying to mark down Series 1, and Series 2 got kind of caught up in that. But uh, they're going to start with Series 3 on the vault. So some of those will be available, on the, and but not Sabine's TIE Fighter, unfortunately. Um, 1500 will be available as a full set on the vault. So uh-huh. if you wanted to buy all of Series 4, you can do that. Uh, but that means if they're only making 5,000 chases and 1,500 are sold through the vault, that's only going to be like 3,500 in the wild. Right. Which is crazy. Boot to Eve, that whole uh, two-pack with the pod racers was supposed to be out in May. We're still waiting in August for that sucker. He confirmed that was supposed to be May. And then some people did see the U-Wing tag at Walmart. So they were assuming that maybe the U-Wing was coming soon, but he did confirm that's uh, not coming out until January. Gotcha. Um, what else is relevant? He did say like during their panel, uh, it did seem a little, He, this is my words. It did seem lackluster. It didn't seem like he was pleased. I'll say that. And that's because AEW brought out a couple wrestlers and it's tough to kind of follow that when you've got wrestlers there and you're like, Hey, let's look at these ships. And you know, it's tough to follow that. Right. So AE, the, the panel before them was AEW with yes. ships with wrestlers. Yeah. Yes, with actual wrestlers, two of the wrestlers. Jeez. Um, flight stands will be a vault item at some point. Uh, still, everyone's asking for new, more minifigs, more minifigures, and there's no minifigure packs. That's... There, there really needs to be something like that because with the ad at, there's like room for what ten minifigs on there. I think that's more of a contractual thing. Yeah, you're right. There needs to be more. But I think it's more contractual. I think Hasbro's got the min- the figure thing, and they're strictly oh. vehicles. So it's like the minifigures are secondary to the vehicles. The vehicles are the line. Gotcha. So I don't think they're allowed to sell minifigures. But with that said, they're doing things like the new AT-AT that's coming out for Endor. Uh-huh. That's packed with like four stormtroopers. I saw that had a lot of figures. But that's they're trying to accommodate people and get that request out there for more figures. Gotcha. Well, I'm, yeah, that makes sense because, like with Funko, there's a reason why they're all bobbleheads because Hasbro's got the action figures, yes. so that way they can't be done action figure line. Yes. Uh, just wrapping this up real quick. They're still working on creatures and cantina. Uh, sorry, creatures and playsets. Nothing to announce, but if they were to move forward with that, it sounds like it's fall 2025. Wow. But the last time we talked to him, they said that they were going to be like talking to Lucasfilm the following week. If my memory serves, so maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they're moving forward. With that awesome. He did. Max did talk about using the vault for crowdfunding. Yeah. So something like the Outrider from Shadows of the Empire, maybe that's something where we can I, uh, get that. I'm I'm excited about crowdfunding. I don't mind it, but will it ever get to a point where there it's like pre-orders where it's just too many at a time? Yeah, I have some questions I want to ask you about okay. crowdfunding in a minute. More right. about Hasbro, but but you're right. You're right. How many is too many? What's we'll see. Right. Um, the host Kevin asked about secondary prices, and he felt if uh, the high prices for things like Sabine's Tie Fighter, if that's good or bad for the brand. And Max said he felt neutral about it. It's nice to see that people want the items. As a collector, he doesn't enjoy it. He stands okay. by the chases and rares to get lesser known vehicles in the line. It's supposed to help with the hunt, but he understands the frustration, which right. is very political in my opinion. It, I can see both sides. Of, you know, I'm like, I keep saying, I said, I, I'm, I'm good at seeing both sides of the story and it does as a collector, it sucks, but it's also cool to see that they're out there. But there again, like with Sabine's TIE fighter, uh, where the hell is it? Uh, yeah. I've found, I've been pretty decent. I've been pretty, cause I found the on Merrick, I, I found chases in the wild when they're available. You can find them, but what's going on? You know, you just, yeah, I think wave two and three just 
got me so aggravated that I'm, 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 I don't know what else to do. Yeah. It's very frustrating. Yes. As somebody who wants to just collect and enjoy, like I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to hunt. I don't want to spend lots of money to get a, a vehicle. Mm -hmm. I just want it. So. Right. I don't mind the hunt. Don't get me wrong. I do not. I enjoy the hunt, but I don't enjoy that. I've been hunting for Sabine's TIE fighter for eight months. Yes. And I, I would at least expect at this point to find it in at least either in a, in a, in a, in somebody's booth or at a toy show. And I haven't seen any it anywhere. Yes. So it's something's wrong with that equation. Yes. It's very weird to me for the same. Right. I should see, we should see it in a booth somewhere for 200 bucks. Right. And I would be happy. I, I, I would be happy to see it with, but because then at least, you know, it's out there. Yeah. So that's what's frustrating to me about even even Harris uh, A wing that that was just a freaking fluke that we that J uh, Jordan found that one at Christmas time. Yeah, that was December when he found that. And actually, it was Richard who found it. Yeah, Richard found yeah. it. Well, they yeah. were they were at a toy they were together. together, right? Sorry, uh, him and Richard found it, and that was a fluke. And that's the only one I know of that hit Georgia. Uh, there yeah. was one Sabine Tie Fighter in Georgia at a freaking Walmart I pass all the time, and I was like. Why would that Walmart have it? And I should have gone in and I'd have one. But that's what's frustrating to me. Yeah. Max said he did find every chase in his local target except for Sabine's TIE Fighter. He says he likes where the line is. The only thing he would change is to make the uh, packaging more envi environmental friendly. Right. He said with the 25th anniversary next year, um, they're going to be celebrating with some sort of 25th anniversary packaging or not packaging but probably a sticker what, what 25th anniversary is it of the phantom menace sorry okay oh you're good so i was getting there so like the n1 <laughs> starfighter is probably coming uh the sith sith infiltrator is coming um i don't know much more you can get from that because most right. of those ships are big mm -hmm. they're not going to make the droid control ship they're not going to make that ship that they fly in right at the beginning that looks like princess leia's ship Mm -hmm. so we'll see but no, expect some do a smaller because then it didn't naboo i mean they had did a big naboo starfighter but didn't they have a smaller version of it the 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 silver ship the princess ship that might be too big right but then it didn't have a smaller version of it there was like little land speeders okay but nothing no not in that one okay i don't think and they already did the pod racers yep well, they could do more pod racers. That would be fun. I mean, I, I'd be down. There was yeah. a lot of them. It seems like, and this is just me reading the situation, if they were to re-release chases and rares, it's the Rebel vehicles that would be done first. Okay. So Sabine's TIE Fighter and, uh, uh, so, um, sorry, Hera's A-Wing. Awesome. But, but going back to uh, crowdfunding... If a HasLab funds within days of the launch, was it a good HasLab? Would, I think... Go ahead. Would the Ranker be a better project because that didn't get funded, but it was really, really close in the end. And with crowdfunding, it's like, do you want to get to the number or do you really want to shatter and break through the roof and go to like 28,000 backers? Like at that point, wouldn't it just be better as... Just regular release. If you're, geez, maybe, but here's 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 the issue with that thought. Yes, I I I think I am I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Let me let me. It's going to be a long form question to get kind Go of back around it. to where. But you know, yeah, I'm excited that the the ghost funded that it only took a couple of days to do it to me that's a successful has lab but also it'd be nice it seems like it's cooled down a little bit so I, i'd like to see the numbers keep the numbers are keep rising but keep rising but it felt like it was like two three hundred a day now it feels like it's about a hundred to 150 a day um but any long story short if you're back like if like have if fudge if you were like say a twenty six thousand dollar no number 26,000 unit number. Yeah, they could produce that, but look at what happened with the um, large TIE fighter. 
that was in in clearance in six months for a hundred bucks. Would that have been funded though? Like if that was a Hesla, do you think that would be funded? I don't think I, I, that was a shock to the system. That was like the first vehicle we ever saw that was like $170. Cause that was before the sale barge, right? Yeah. Wait, uh, I, yes. Wait, yeah. Was, yes, yes, yes. So that was that that vehicle. I think was a shock to the system that it was that much money, because that was the first major. Oh crap! They're doing ships for the Black Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if it would have been like an old school Tie Fighter, it might have like an OG Tie Fighter, it might have done better. Probably, yeah. Um, but still, the first order Tie Fighters look badass. That black and red Tie Fighters are awesome looking Tie Fighter. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, but then there again, I just waited for those suckers to go on clearance, and when they got under a hundred bucks, that's when I got one. Yeah, and I think that um, programmed us to just wait six months, a year, and they're going to go on clearance. So that's when you know if they produce, let's say they produce thirty thousand of the ghost, and they ship them out. Those number one, nobody's. I think people learned they're not going to. Sh- their retailers are not like Walmart and Target and stuff aren't going to put that big of a ship on their shelves mm-hmm. and especially at five six hundred dollars yeah it's too much real estate for product right they and it's put too, other things there right and it's too they the the walmart and target and stuff don't want to take that responsibility of having a five six hundred dollar ship on their shelves item period on their shelves because mm-hmm. then they've got to put plat then they got to worry about people stealing it they got to put spider wraps on it they got to be worried about people opening it up and messing with it it's just too much responsibility for retailers i think yeah so that in it's just a combination of things so if it if it funds within days in your mind is that a good haslab with a 45 day window and it's funded within four days let's just i can't remember the details but let's just say it was four days so then it hits the it hits the minimum number in four days yeah I consider that successful, um, but I am upset that <laughs> I'd like it to be faster. Uh, yes, I do consider <laughs> that. I, I, yes, yes and no, yes and no. It, it is. Um, I consider it semi-successful. It's like it may be like getting to the Super Bowl and losing. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I, I guess I can go either way. Like the Raincore was a little bit more exciting because it was almost there but it didn't go there and then it lost back, uh, backers but then right at the end it started to rally but it didn't get there close enough so i don't know i go back and forth i could see it either way if they really wanted that rancor to fund they would have made that rancor fund they were 500 short oh yeah uh all they had to do they did it with gi joe was oh no we're having a computer problem so we're holding it back a day and I heard they got like five thousand dollar extra, five thousand extra backers because they had computer problems on the last day and had to push it back a day. Yeah. Yeah. So that that rancor, if they really wanted that rancor to fund, they could have held it one more day and been like, Man, we had such a great rally and yay, we're gonna let it go. We're so we're so close at midnight, we're gonna let it go one more day or another week or whatever. You know, Patrick could have come on and been like, yes, people, thank you. You're so awesome. Yeah. With that fake ass smile of his. <laughs> I've been like, we're going to let the rank go. I know I messed it up and announced it way too early, but here we go. And to thank you, because didn't they say they had the Rancor Keeper? I mean, they could have done that. They could have very easily gone, hey, we're, you know, we're going to release another tier and let's see if we can make it back. Or, that or was something. a smack in the face. Yeah. Because they're like, we're going to release the Rancor Keeper, but he's not going to be in a package, and it's not going to be exclusive because we're going to release it in the 40th anniversary wave. And... Did they have? Have we seen the Rancor Keeper yet? In the 40th no, they anniversary? never made it because they didn't have to. What's that's some BS? Yeah, well, welcome to the world of modern collecting, dude. That and it. I mean, at least with the ghost. I mean, from what you've told me, and I like I said, I I need to go back. I've been meaning to go back and rewatch the the presentation but those figures are not going to get released they're specifically with the ghost is what everybody's telling me that's my understanding that the rebels deco version of these characters are only going to be available in this Haslab. they might release 
Ahsoka. Ah, no, I'm sorry. They might release Ezra again, but it's not going to be the Rebels version. Gotcha. It's going to be the Ahsoka version. That's my understanding of it. So him as a as an Inquisitor. Well, maybe <laughs> if that's what's going on in the show. But then the show's more about the saving of Ezra, not about Ahsoka. So I don't know if I want that. But anyways, <laughs> um, they did say Hasbro did say if the ghost funds, they would like to complete the crew with Sabine. Um, they said we'll see about uh, future tiers. So when I was on the podcast two episodes ago, I said I don't see that Hasbro's going to add tiers <laughs> beyond seventeen thousand. I eat my words. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I I think that they will. I I would at least like to see Sabine. I think what they should do is once it hits 17, and they go, okay, if we hit 20, we're going to do Sabine. And then if we hit like 24, we'll do a chopper. And then if you want to stand, they can do a stand. But I don't know. I mean, it'd be a cool to have a stand because it takes up less shelf space when it has a stand. Or it take, yeah. it's a smaller footprint. But that stand has to be huge in order yeah. to... I just don't see them doing a display stand. Because when I moved my Razor Crest, I paid attention to how big that stand was, and that's a six-inch stand. Six-inch stand, yeah. So I just don't think it's going to happen. Right, and I think that Ghost is going to have about a foot-and-a-half footprint. Yeah. So I don't... I, I think it'll be... I don't think they'll make a stand for it. Um. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think uh, Sabine and Chopper are good candidates, but I'm a little frustrated that they added uh, Chopper as a, uh, a character that you can't pop off the Phantom 2. Right. Oh, so here's um, when you say that pop off thing. When I was talking to Tony, I was talking to Tony about this last Friday night when we were at Nerd U's uh, grand opening. He mentioned that, and it's the Naboo Starfighter from Mandalorian that the art, the, the thing pops off. Yes. So you can the R five pops off, and then you could put, um, Yo Baby Yoda in it. You could put Grogu in it, or you could put R five in it. So he thinks it's the same thing with. No, it's not the same thing. But he's the technology is there. They've proven they can do it. Yes, because they did it in the Naboo Starfighter. Yes. So it'd be nothing to where they could just take that and make it some kind of way where you could pop Chopper off, and then you have him in the ship. But right now they're not doing that. Correct. Right. That's a bummer. Yeah, it is. That's that that and Sabine. Those are that's the only two bummers I think about that ship, but beggars can't be choosers. And I think they had to to cut some corners. Um where they you know, they cut corners where they had to, not where, you know that there was a lot worse places they could have cut corners, I'll put it that way. Yeah. It was a weird week uh when it comes to Lando. Maybe you follow what was going on there. First that of was... all, they announced we're in the middle of a strike for actors and writers. And I thought it was t weird timing that they announced that Donald Glover and his, uh, his brother, Stephen will be uh, writing the new Lando series. And then yeah. a couple, a couple days later, Billy D X'd, I guess it's not tweeted <laughs> anymore. He, he did this whole thing. Like I'm thrilled to share something magnificent is coming. This is a dream come true for me. Carried me through a lifetime of dreams and adventure. It is my honor to share with you. Uh, you don't want to miss this. May the force be with you. That's not, I mean, that's summarizing what he tweeted. And it was like, oh, maybe because of the news that uh, Land, um, Donald Glover is going to be writing the new Lando series, that they're going to bring Billy D in to maybe, you know, be Lando again and be like, hey, let me tell you about a story. I once knew uh, someone called uh, Jabba the Hutt. Let me tell you about it. All right. But no, he's got a book coming out. That was so effed up. I mean, I understand him being excited about the book, but yeah, it was just it was just very, very weird. And it was sort of a letdown, dude. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's all it is? Because I was really excited about him becoming part of uh, the show. Maybe he's being Lando again. Right. I mean, because truthfully, all right, so I was talking with somebody yesterday about this, and it's the same all, all headcanon stuff. And he's like, this is what I want to see. And I want to see Lando at a old old Lando, Billy D. Williams at a sabak table. And it starts every episode could start like that. It'd be simple. He could they could have him in for a couple of days and be, well, let me tell you about this time. And <laughs> you know, and they could shoot the whole, like I said, shoot the whole thing and maybe in a few days or whatever. And then and then it goes and Donald Glover takes over. But he's like, because you and I, that's what we want. That's not what we're gonna get. So just be ready for it. 
same thing like with book of boba fett we wanted a young boba fett and we got old old beat up crime lord wannabe boba fett How do Make you feel about how do you feel about crowdfunding and if it funds in three days or how what's your thoughts on that? I think it's it's not at that point it's not about the fans, it's about making your bottom dollar. I think it's more of a corporate decision. Mm-hmm. It's a sure bet. You know, they're looking at the numbers and they're saying everyone's asking for this, so it'll be a sure thing and we'll we'll make our money and we're not gonna lose out and it's not gonna be a black eye. Yeah. But it's still not like this is supposed to be the dream projects. And yeah, I know the green. I'm talking to the wrong person about the ghost because <laughs> it's your dream project. It is. But like, I don't know, give us something like phenomenal. I, I'm more like, I guess more like the, I don't know. It's just a careful choice, I guess, from, from Hasbro's point of view. It's not really a risk. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think if, now was the time if they were going to, because they had to point it, you know, choice one or choice two, choice two was the ghost. And they, they looked at everything and they're like, if we're going to do the ghost, now's the time to do the ghost where point one, let's see if point, yeah, the ghost is a safe bet. They know it's going to get funded. If they were going to do what the rumor has was the sec was the other one. I don't know if that would have got funded. And then that would have been third one in a row that didn't get funded. And then we never would have another Hazlab again. Yeah, so a lot of people were asking for like an updated uh, Endor treehouse. What is it called? Endor playset. Yeah, the the either uh, they either was wanting a treehouse or a Death Star. So either one. I mean, like, I, I you would have to do like a dream playset would have to be like in the seven eight hundred dollar range at this point because right. the amount of plastic and all the engineering that needs to go in behind the scenes and that's more of a risk. Is that I don't want to say a higher price point is is more of a risk, and that's a better HasLab. Maybe like a forty dollar Black Series where you need twenty thousand people to back it. Right. Maybe that's more a, a bigger risk. I don't know, but I just don't want to see the Sherbets be HasLabs because that just mm-hmm. doesn't seem exciting. I got you. I don't know. Well, I mean, like I said, like they needed to hit something out the park because they the Reva's lightsaber was lightsaber was what the hell were they thinking with that? They they could have done a, an grand grand inquisitor and they might have gotten a few extra people, but it was a lightsaber that for for a, a figure that or for a character nobody knew anything about. And then the Rancor, I mean, they messed I think that one up. They, the Rancor was just a shit show from the beginning. Yeah. And they, excuse me, they did not hit, they didn't do the tears right with that. And it just pissed a lot. I think it just pissed a lot of people off and they didn't want to, they didn't want to fund it. Yeah. It was a whole ordeal, but anyways, yeah, that's my opinion. Right. Uh, someone talked to Lucas. There's uh, the Star Wars archives episodes one through three, 99 to 2005. And George Lucas revealed what his trilogy would have entailed in this book. Have you you seen this? No. After the Rebels won, there were no more stormtroopers in my version of the third trilogy. I had planned for the first trilogy to be about the father, the second trilogy to be about the son, and the third trilogy to be about the daughter and the grandchildren. Episodes, so Leia. Right. Leia and the grandchildren. Episodes uh, seven, eight, nine. We take ideas from what happened from after the Iraq war. The stormtroopers refuse to give up when the Republic wins. They want to be stormtroopers forever, so they go to the far corner of the galaxy and start their own country and their own rebellion against the rebels who are now you know, in control. Gangsters like the Huts are taking advantage of the situation, and there's chaos. The key person is Darth Maul, who had been resurrected in the Clone Wars cartoon animated series he brings the gangs together one is um this is the one with the cybernetic legs uh, he, i guess he's talking to people who don't know who darth maul is at that point darth maul trained uh, a woman darth talon who was in the comic books as his apprentice and she was the new darth vader and most of the action was with her so there's these two main villains in the trilogy maul eventually becomes the godfather of crime in the universe and uh, as the Empire falls, he takes over. It starts uh, a few hun- uh, a few years after Return of the Jedi, and we establish pretty quickly that there's this underworld. 
there are these offshoot stormtroopers who started out on their own planets and that Luke is trying to restart the Jedi. He puts the word out. So out of like 100,000 Jedi, maybe 50 to 100 are left. The Jedi have to grow again from scratch. So Luke has to find two and three-year-olds and train them. It'll be 20 years before we have a new generation of Jedi. The movies are about how Leia, I mean, who else is going to be leader? Is trying to be build the new republic. That's what he said. <laughs> I tried to make the non sequitur sound more like more natural. Right. Um, Leia's trying to build the new republic. Uh, they still have this apparatus of the republic, but they have to get it under control from the gangsters. And that was pretty much the main story. By the end of the trilogy, Luke would have rebuilt the Jedi. We would have the renewal of the new republic. With Leia, Senator Organa becoming the Supreme Chancellor in charge of everything. So somehow she ends up being the chosen one. That's the twist on the whole thing. Oh. Dude, I would have loved to have seen that because that's pretty much what the EU is. That's the EU and it ties better. It doesn't feel more like uh, an asterisk. Yeah. Like, And then there was these three movies. Like It kind of ties into the first two trilogies better. Right. And and it, it that's what I was talking about earlier or late, you know, in earlier episodes where they could have gone and our heroes, Han, Luke and Leia, they could have been older characters, but they could have been sitting down and not have as much action and still be involved. You know, you could have you could have aged them properly and mm-hmm. they would have made a lot better show, a lot better movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, because the the movies they kind of don't have the capability, or I don't know if they have the talent to do the world building like Lucas did. So you don't really see the rest of the universe. You kind of see that main capital get destroyed. You get a little bit of it in Maz uh, Cantina or Maz's castle or whatever, but you really don't see what's going on in the rest of the universe. You don't see the gangsters. You don't see the underworld. You don't see, I mean, we see some high society, but is that interesting? No, it's the no. underworld. That's inside. Uh, exciting. So I don't know. Maybe this was, there's a multiverse version somewhere out there where they use Lucas's trilogy. And I just want to go visit there for a couple of days to see it. Well, that's what they're going to use the world between worlds to. No, 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 Nope, nope, not like the Sesame Street. Nope, 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 nope. Um, anything to say about that? I have more news. No, dude, I, I'm, I'm. It is what it is. It is what it is. And as an EU fan, they should have gone back to the EU for the trilogy, the sequel trilogy. But I think Dave Filoni is going to fix that with Heir to the Empire. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure this is part of your news. Did you did you hear that the rumor rumor is not that rumor has it that uh, season four of Mandalorian is going to be a movie? That's sort of where people. I I did see that. I wasn't going to report on that because I'm just like, it's I don't know. It's a rumor, huh? I don't know. I don't know either, but you know what? It would I would be okay with that because then it would lead if if heir to the Empire is going to be a trilogy. It's going to all fold into each other. So why not? I'm not a <laughs> fan of it. Although I'm not a fan of what they did with season three entirely, I guess, with the Mandalorian. I've also heard that season three was a big middle finger to Disney. And because he did it, though, he did it the way he wanted to do it. Dave Filoni. Then I got to support Filoni and uh, Favreau because I don't want the executives getting involved with things. And if I start bad mouthing season three, Disney will be like, well, see, here you go. And uh, you got to do what we say. And that's not what I want. Right. No, see that's uh, That's what I, season three was Dave Filoni taking the reins and going, I'm going to make this the way I wanted to from the beginning. And rumor also has it that Mandalorian was supposed to be Boba Fett. So this was supposed to be a whole Boba Fett thing. And Disney told him Boba Fett's dead. So he made up the Mandalorian and went with it. Who knows? Who knows? We we won't know until Dave Filoni comes out and says it, and nobody's ever going to do it. Nobody's ever. We're never going to know. The uh, yeah. So who knows? The actor who played Wilro Hood has been revealed. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Which is incredible, uh, because some of these guys just showed up for a day. But his, his, his the actor's name was Egbert Sen. Um, 
he was the character in Empire Strikes Back when everyone's evacuating. You see him with the ice cream maker. Yes. He's been he's become a legend. Uh it's uh inspired the running of the Wilbur Hoods, which I've done a couple times. Mm-hmm. He uh immigrated to the United Kingdom from Pakistan in 1957. And he was actually in Raiders of the Lost Ark and Octopussy. So oh wow. He uh he was a background actor. He passed away at the age of 87 in 2019. So it's like we can't even celebrate him or bring him to celebrations because we've We've missed out, and right. there's some articles about him in a retirement home, and it didn't sound like he was the happiest individual. Oh, Not because, sad. just I don't think he was happy where he was. I got you. That's a little bit heartbreaking, right? Because he could have been celebrated, <laughs> right? We would have rolled out the orange carpet for him, and what a ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. Ice cream. We'd be chanting egg, Bert, egg, Bert, and maybe we do that at the next celebration. Maybe. The one in 27 that hopefully be in the States. Yeah. And I saw, like, I don't want to get political, but I did see a lot of people were backing out of hosting conventions in Florida because of Florida's policies. I'm like, are they just going to do like only California in that event? We don't have to get into it right now. I, I, you know, I would. I, We're also like five years away, so we'll have a different governor in Florida. So things might change. I truthfully, I, I think we may get a 26 maybe because then it isn't 27 27 is the 50th anniversary of star wars Mm -hmm. so we may get a 26 in orlando and then because i I have a feeling 27 is going to be in anaheim just because of what it is yeah and in 24 will be rogue fun so come on down yes come on but yeah hello there hello there i don't yeah who knows? I meant to say it more like Lando, but I just the, I saw an article about like different conventions backing out. And I'm like, oh, please have your crap in order so I can just go to Florida for celebration. <laughs> well, I've also heard. I mean, with the Screen Actors Guild and all that stuff, people are people are showing up and they're not doing panels, and it's just it's getting to be a big cluster right now. I did see a lot of people saying San Diego Comic Con was great because it was about the toys and the comics. It wasn't about Hollywood invading invading the convention. Interesting. And then uh, I don't want to get into this too much, but I did post my. Um, I did see Hasbro was kind of a little wishy washy about their re release of Salacious Crumb. Right. Well, a, I have a thoughts on that, so go on because I, okay. I got something I want to say to it. Yeah, there was a. Uh, uh, an interview done where Hasbro seemed a little bit wishy-washy about numbering it VC66. They wanted to keep it special, the original release. Right. Which I'm like, don't do that. Um, so I posted it in the vintage collect a vintage collection Facebook group, and I got a lot of like pushback about, you know, your collection would be worth more if you buy the original and they need to re-release it as a different number. Um, and it, it just it just hit me the wrong way because it's like this is star wars should be accessible to everyone you shouldn't be behind a paywall and hasbro there's a couple things going on but for particularly with this one hasbro made the mistake of numbering this one vc66 and if you have a twenty thousand, you know release of action figure if you make twenty thousand for your twenty thousand fans but then you only make five thousand of one particular one um, to complete the collection, that means fifteen thousand fans are not going to get it. I don't think it's the duty of those five thousand fans to look down on the other fifteen thousand, and that's what's happening. Unfortunately, a lot of people were pushing back because it seemed like they were on the higher horse, looking down at me and telling me um, I can have their scraps. It was just like, what is going on? Like, don't be an elitist in this hobby. If you're doing this for money, maybe you're doing it for the wrong reasons, and maybe you're the one ruining the hobby. This should yeah. just be about joy. These are toys. If you want to invest in something, go buy gold or go buy stock. Like, what the hell, people? Yeah. It, no, was, I, it was insane. It really was. And you're right. If if you want a sure thing, these, it, yeah, do... If I spend $5,000 on something, do I want it to hold the value? Hell yeah, I want it to hold the value, but I, I don't understand ex- that. Right. I don't I don't expect it to, you know, those those figures are going for what like a thousand bucks right now. 
easy yeah. Yeah. and it's a $10 figure. So, yeah. um, I, and, and here's, here's my thought on it is, is I really think we're lucky as star Wars collectors that Hasbro is just now starting to do that. They're just now starting to re-release stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were a transformer collector, do you know how many Optimus primes or how many transformers they've re-released over the past 10 or 15 years? that are molded that they take the old molds from and you, you can't differentiate them if you put them on a shelf. Billions. Right. So I would consider ourselves as Star Wars fans really lucky that we've had, you know, 20, the last 20 years to where we haven't had to deal with that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to read what I wrote, but yes, that that's exactly, you know, get used to it, man. I think, I think Hasbro that's they're they're, they're seeing a, a cash cow. And like with the act face being re-released, they know that, Hey, somebody's going to go spend, they can't spend 600 bucks on a yak face, but they'll spend 80 on that set to get a yak face that they can put in their collection. I think some people are looking at what happened to Ahsoka VCO two VC one Oh two, excuse me, which was demanding a thousand dollars at one point. Now the original release is about $200. Wow. And the, the version that just was re-released is about 12 bucks now. So, I think people are looking at their salacious crumbs being like, oh, I don't I don't want to lose money, which I get. If you spent $500, you don't want to turn around the next week and lose $500 to find that your figures suddenly crashed and worth $200. But my yeah. problem is, is my problem is not with them. It's with Hasbro for creating that structure where there's entitlement now in the hobby because of this. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with the entitled people, but right. Um, there's entitlement. There's they've created this this dichotomy between the haves and haves nots you know mm-hmm. it's like it's like the time machines there's the morlocks who live be, below the ground and i'm a morlock and then you've got the pretty people on the top of the the ground and the people with vc66 are those <laughs> hey jason yes i think you're pretty thank you <laughs> you don't look morlock. like a morlock <laughs> no, i'm not a morlock <laughs> but yeah that's all i got that's all yeah. i have to say about that yeah. I agree. I, I, you know, I, I didn't realize that the Ahsoka's dropped nine hundred dollars or eight hundred bucks or whatever. But that's the extreme case. Like right now, if you go on eBay, they're asking two hundred bucks. Wow! And during the pandemic, which is another thing that happened, the pandemic happened, which rocketed the prices up to astronomical levels. I think you're seeing a correction right now. I think Ahsoka probably is, you know, two hundred dollars. It's probably fair for the original release. Mm-hmm. But a thousand dollars? I don't think so. Right. Cause I think I remember seeing her for maybe a couple of hundred bucks, mm-hmm. the original, and being like, what's special about this? Now I understand. It was also an Amazon-only exclusive. It was like at the tail end. And you know what happens to the tail end of every wave oh. of every... Yeah. Nobody wants it. And then all of a sudden, somebody said, finds it, and, and everybody wants it. Yeah. Hasbro just dropped it on Amazon, and it was tough nobody- to find. Nobody gave two craps about Ahsoka at the end of Clone Wars. And then all yeah. of a sudden, season seven comes out. Actually, Rebels comes out. And then season seven comes out. And then, boom, now you got the Ahsoka show and everybody loves her. And the other thing about this this figure, they're going to release Salacious Crumb on a Return of the Jedi card. Mm-hmm. And, and the original release was on Revenge of the Jedi. Right. They're also two different sculpts. So what difference does it make if they have the same number? Um, right. They've got two different cards. There, there's enough differentiation there um, to say that, you know, what you have is is worth more than the other because mm-hmm. it's limited and blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, that's just like, you know, we were talking about Legos at the beginning of the episode. It's like, you know, the Lego Ghost, I, I paid up for that because it was such a short release and now they're redoing the Lego Ghost. Guess what? Yeah. I'm buying both of them. I don't care. It's it's a. I, I'm glad that they changed it. Like you said, with Salacious, they at least are changing some things with it, and it's not a direct re-release. So yeah, it's not. It shouldn't affect the value of, of the original that bad. But you know, heck, if if Zeb is worth what you know, if, if Zeb's worth one hundred and fifty dollars, here we are. We're getting right back into it. I'm still good. Yes. Y- you know, so I, yeah. it, but I'm not. Guess what? I'm not buying to resell stuff. And by the time I resell all this stuff, it's not gonna probably not gonna be worth anything anyway. Because it, you know what'll probably happen when we go to resell all our collectors? If goodwills will be flooded with our crap, and nobody's gonna want it. And nobody, yeah. But <laughs> but that's twenty, thirty years down the road. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I can enjoy my collection for right now. Yeah. Oh, on a, on a happier on a happier note, I did watch the new Gremlins move show on HBO. What? And you know there's that you know Gremlin show. There's a new Gremlin show on HBO. It's, it's a, car- a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Oh, okay. It, it's okay. I mean, it's a good. It's a good. I got nothing else to watch, so I'll watch it. Um, but you could definitely tell that the guy who voiced Salacious Crumb voiced the Gremlins because that's the same laugh. Well, you oh the Gremlins. I thought it the was um, Howie Mandel. Was it Howie not? Mandel did Gizmo? Gizmo. Yeah. But the guy that did the Gremlins, the green ones, is the same guy who did Salacious Scrum. <laughs> so you could tell the laugh is the same damn laugh. Nice. I was like, oh, that's the same laugh. I'll have to watch that this week. Yeah. If I could find time between now and PowerCon, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna. It's it's about eight hours, dude. It's about eight eight to ten episodes. Well. We just powered through it one night. We were sat sat on the back deck, drinking and smoking, and I had a cigar and drinking a couple of beers and just chilling. Just kept hitting next episode, powered through it. Wow, yeah. Uh, we also watched Guardians of Galaxy three. That was really good. That, I, did watch I was that. I was impressed with it. The the I think the thing that made it so good was the soundtrack was amaze balls. Yeah, yeah. It was very emotional. Yeah. I'm glad it went out on a very emotional top, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they left it to where you could have more. So, yeah, I was really, I freaking, it was great. And then they had, they had freaking faith no more on it, dude. They Like when they come down on the planet, you're dump, 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 dump. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> they put faith no more in this. Yeah, I don't. Dun-dun, I don't dun-dun, do dun-dun. We care a lot. Dump, 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 dump. Dump, 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 and I'm just like, oh my god! They put faith in the War and Guardians of the Galaxy. Man, cool. I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> so it was good, and 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 that's the same thing. People are griping about nobody going to the movie theaters. It's like, dude, I can wait three, four months and watch it for free in my house. Why am I gonna go see it in a movie? Although I think yeah. that would have been one hell of a movie to see in a movie theater. Yeah, I probably should have saw that. I did see Mission Impossible 7 this week, which was awesome. Yeah. I love that. I'm kind of itching to get back to a movie theater, but I haven't seen anything that's like, oh, I got to go see that in a movie theater. No, I, I Tom Cruise is just an, a crazy guy. And so some of those stunts, to see it on the big screen, and just especially at heights, like I get a little uh, butterflies in my stomach and my palms get a little clammy because I don't like heights. So to see oh, that yeah. stuff on the big screen, it's just like, whereas if it was in my living room, I probably wouldn't have that same reaction. Right. So you don't like watching the videos of the tower climbers where they're changing a light no. bulb and they're 600, 700 feet up in the air. No. Did you see that? There's a trailer. I can't remember what the name of the movie is, but they climb, these two girls climb the top of a tower just to climb it. Yeah. And then the, it was so old that the ladder rusted away. So they're stuck at the top for like three days. I just, I can't, I know I can't do it. Like, no, I yeah. can't do it. No. I, 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 yeah, dude, I saw like a video of a video from that and she had to like climb up even higher and charge a cell phone or something. Yeah, no, and it, no, then this no, bird no. starts attacking her and she's holding on for dear life while her cell phone charges. And it's like, yeah, and it's <laughs> Jason disappeared, and it's on a phone. I'm watching it on my okay. phone. I could just imagine watching it on like a big screen or a big TV. That would just drive me batty. You know what nine months from now is, or nine months away from this time frame is? No, what is it? Rogue Fun. Rogue. Fun. Wow, it's nine months away. Nine months. We got to start oh getting our act together. God, and start doing something more than just talk about doing it. Yeah, we may need to get some patches or something. Well, do you think I should do, my wife and I were talking about this today. Yeah. Like, do you think people, so it's going to be Friday through Sunday. Right. Do you think people will show up Thursday? Maybe. Because if they do, I was wondering if I should like, like a secret menu kind of thing. Like if you're in town, swing by, this is not official programming. We'll watch Rogue One in the backyard if the weather permits. I would, I would plan it and see how many people show up see how many people i mean i put it on like a back burner at least don't put a whole lot of thought into it but have it in your back pocket in case people are showing up okay because it doesn't take it's not that hard to throw rogue no, one this is not a lot of planning and right 
And it would just be like a, an in, introductory kind of just come over, chill, hang out. But well, we're not think... really doing any programming on Friday and unless we're doing a pre-party, right? Yeah, that's what we're doing. There is There would be something going on Friday as a formal welcome to the weekend. Gotcha. But I was just like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Rogue Fun is a three-day event that showcases the passion, talent, knowledge, and contribution to the Star Wars collecting hobby by those living in the state of Georgia. The event will be held May 3rd through Sunday, May 5th, 2024, and it will include collector-focused panels, open collection tours, special guests, food, swag, and most importantly, our friends from across the country. This event is definitely 100% happening, and we hope to have some pricing sometime in September. At least that's my goal. I don't know what the committee thinks, but my goal is to have pricing kind of settled in September and maybe open things up in October. Yeah, we need to. I, that would be my goal also. Yeah, I just want to make sure people put money on the line so they feel obligated to make the arrangements and come down right. and all that stuff. You know? <laughs> you know, you don't want to keep that until like, uh, uh, you know, first of the year because then people have got a plan. And That's too it's, late, yes. it's Yeah, it's too late. And then you don't want to do it during the holidays because that can get lost in the confusion of, I got to go do this, I got to get do that. Right. I think, yeah, 1st of October, end of September 1st, till you're, yeah, you're right in the, in the sweet spot between Labor Day and Thanksgiving where nothing's going on that we could start pushing it. Cool. Awesome. And then uh, thank you, listener, for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen. It really helps us out and it points people to our show. You can follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, X, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. That's just it's just a joke to say X. We love feedback. We and oh my god. Well, you know why it's a joke because I don't use it. I don't even know what the login for our thing is. I guess I could find it. <laughs> I guess I'll just let it go. <laughs> but like you wanted to call PayPal X at one point years ago. Why? And you spent a thousand two hundred fifty thousand dollars to buy X.com <sighs> years ago. He's been itching to call a company X. It doesn't matter what company he just wants to call something. And then you got SpaceX. Right. And then he named one of his kids X. So it's just weird. Like, anyway, send us an email or message us. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. And if you have any feedback for us, we'd love to make you part of our show. Our, our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. People, collect for the love of it. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. Back the ghost. This is the way. Oh.